0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio,
1: sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you.
2: I could
3: stay here forever.
1: Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
4: Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everybody. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master. Join. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy. I was laughing because I we're all very sad because I'm about to introduce Jake, uh, Jake Irwin.
1: Who will I be? We shall see. This new character is TBD.
3: Oh, ah,
1: good. Uh, uh, now we can all go back to being sad.
2: Yes, me. now it's we're sad the again. The
4: sad campaign. Welcome back after a little break. We're back to being sad. Um, and then, of course, we've got Emily Axford.
5: Feeling pretty steamed because my friend's stuck in a dream. Calliope Petrichor. Aww. Get
2: steamed. Yeah. We went from sad to mad. I like yes. it. Sad Good. to mad.
5: Full range of emotions. Can you round it out with glad? <laughs>
4: what? I'm always glad, Yeah, <laughs> let's let's break out into gladness with
5: Col-
2: Caldwell Tanner. Ooh, died last time and doesn't feel like making a rhyme. It's Aww. all before. Aww. Aww. We're back to being sad. <laughs> Ah, It was either going to be Mad, Sad, Glad, or Glad, Sad, Mad. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what we're feeling. Yeah. Uh well, regardless that was bad uh, so let's oh,
4: <laughs> go ahead and do a little recap uh, so last time I'm
5: just gonna take a lap while you recap yeah okay
4: and... just walk around I don't really
5: need to relive this yeah she
4: steamed. she punches a wall <laughs> um, uh, so last time you returned to the crick with Bumpy to search for the missing old folks you investigated the timeout tree and learned that Glenn had been freed from his prison by a fragmentation grenade after deducing that it must have been Cooter you investigated the town square and no Noticed freezing condensation outside of Eloise's stump, which Calder attributed to the cold elves. You followed the trail. You guys remember Calder?
5: (laughs) Dude! (laughs) Sorry. I was just listening back. You mean Salderville Day?
4: Yes, Salderville Day.
3: We we all remember We
4: we mourned me once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you guys followed the trail, which brought you to Cooter's home on the edge of town. Beneath Mm -hmm. a rug, you discovered a passage to a basement bedroom, which Callie figured out was Glenn's. Uh, You read his journals and learned that his plan to unite the elves through war has been brewing for a long time. He tried to do it for the first time when the Crick was still in the Living Wood, campaigning uh, to the old folks to vote for his cause. The main target of this was the Dream Druid Eloise, who was hesitant to join him at first, um, but... After having a vision that saw Glenn wearing a crown and leading the elves, she agreed to help. However, the vote didn't go Glenn's way anyway, because Cooter voted for peace and his family was shattered. As you came to the realization that Eloise was working with Glenn, you began hearing cries from Cooter. You approached him after he collapsed, but fell through a hallucinatory terrain into a trap. There, you found yourselves in a pit surrounded by unconscious old folks wearing strange crowns. You were then subdued by a small crew led by Eloise when Glenn descended into the pit and revealed his next plan to gain the power of Ultras by stealing Calder's crown. You guys remember Calder? Did yeah, you hurt. write
5: those? in? I kept writing that you in. No,
4: that's improv. That. That's improv, baby. Yeah. That's just me being just cruel. teasing me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he that's wanted
3: funny, to. Honey. <laughs> Thank
0: you,
4: honey. <laughs> Thank you, my honeys. You fought valiantly, but the attempted heist quickly escalated into an attempted murder when Saul was knocked out and rolled a one on his death save. You remember Saul? You guys remember Saul? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still here. China. Yeah. Uh, Calder made an offer to Ultras. You guys remember Calder? Mm. Um, uh, Calder made an offer to Ultras uh, that he would be his vessel if the giant would help his friends, and Ultras agreed. Ultras then entered the battlefield and pummeled Glenn, forcing the druids to retreat. Yes. Yes. Finally, so... a good thing. <laughs> Um, With Glenn backed into a corner, Callie cast compelled duel on Ultras, saving Glenn's life. Unable to effectively attack anyone, Ultras walked off into the woods with Calder trapped in his helm. You guys remember Calder? But Callie (laughs) managed to steal a hair from his head.
2: Only Bohemia kids remember.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Only 90s kids remember Calder. Um, The remaining two of you accosted Glenn, who spilled the beans on his plan now that he was abandoned by his co-conspirators. The crowns on the old folks were protecting a curse that was trapping them in a dream, and they can't be removed without killing Eloise. But there was a potential workaround to save Mima if they found her familiar Mama. Uh, you rushed off to do so, finding the dire possum surrounded by the bodies of cold elves and the injured cooter who resisted a chaos spell to feed her a good berry. After you healed them, Mama set to waking up Mima from her trance while the two of you kept a close eye on Glenn and noticed Ultras' footsteps heading out of the crick. And that's where we are now. Ah, so, Saul and Callie, you are holding hands as you watch Mama in a trance, trying to use her connection to Mima to awaken her from the dream. Uh, Cooter is there, uh, but still injured and licking his wounds. And Glenn is being guarded uh, by Saul, but Glenn looks drained. He's kind of just looking down and does not look like he's got a lot of fight in him right now. And a moment later. Bumpy returns with a squad of rangers. You see whoosh, 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 a bunch of archers pop out of bushes nearby. Some of them immediately swoop in and scoop up Mama and Cooter to rush them off for healing, while the rest begin surrounding Glenn. Uh, you see Glenn throws his hands up and starts walking back. All right, I'm... I'm, I'm willing to cooperate. We all know that um, it's, it's very complicated breaking these curses and, and whatnot. Can I just
2: punch him until he's unconscious?
5: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah,
4: you just um, uh, jump on Glenn. Um, uh, you, you punch him out uh, in one punch.
5: I turn off my emotions and watch this with, with an intellectual curiosity. <laughs> How interesting. Very interesting. God, the fist can do beautiful things.
2: That man's open mouth is a liability and a weapon. Until he is behind the strongest bars that the crypt can offer, I don't want to hear anything else from him. I know that as Druidic people, you probably don't have a lot of like metal here, but like whatever cage you can build, you have to promise me it can contain him. Because if I see him for any longer, I might do something that I won't be proud
3: of.
4: You hear a voice booming overhead go, that makes two of us. And there's a great rustling in the trees as a dark figure swoops in overhead, briefly blocking the moonlight. And you see Big Bev in black dragon form descends from the sky Mm. and lands in position with his claw, pushing Glenn (laughs) into the ground. And you see uh, Glenn starts to come to gasping under the pressure of Big Bev.
5: I think I like maybe lean into Big Bev and I'm just like, look, I fucking hate this guy, but maybe show him a little bit of clemency for the sake of Cooter.
4: Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Okay. And you could do it with advantage. Big Bev likes Cooter too.
5: (laughs) 25.
4: As you whisper that to Big Bev, you see he's still got his eyes on Glenn,
0: but nods and he goes, you're lucky. You're real lucky. The only reason I'm not killing you is because I like your daddy.
5: Wow, looks like your father really continues to be a hero. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) He's a real good guy, and you better hope
4: that he lives a nice long life, because the day he dies, I'm coming for you. So I'd get a head start and get the fuck out of the crick. Yeah. And Big Bev scoops him with a wing and tosses him out into the woods about a dozen feet. Glenn crashes into a tree, then hits the ground and scrambles to his feet, kind of looks around, not sure where to go. sees angry Crick Elves in all directions with bows drawn, not a friend in the world. But he kind of looks over to to you, Callie, the person that he's kind of always been able to manipulate.
0: Callie, please tell them. Tell them they're being unreasonable.
5: I think I finally see him for what he really is, which is just pretty poison so i think i just chill my passions and avert my gaze
4: callie you look away and you are the only person not looking at glenn as just a bunch of angry rangers stare him down keep their bows drawn and callie you feel this coldness in your heart as your attachment as your infatuation with this person finally finally dies, you finally let it go. And as Glenn sees that he's not winning you over and all of the elves are standing ready to attack, you see Big Bev lurches forward, smoke coming out of his nostrils and Glenn kind of just uh, backpedals and takes off into the woods. Fucking
5: pathetic. (laughs) Um, God,
2: I'm glad to be done with that.
5: I think I watch him run the whole way away. Again, from a place of intellectual curiosity and (laughs) like quieting any other emotions.
4: Yeah, I think, Callie, as you're looking at Glenn, you look down and you see that, yeah, your hands are beginning to frost a bit. And Saul, you even feel Callie's hands are cold.
2: I don't stop squeezing them. (laughs)
4: Uh, You guys squeeze them in in sadness and rage.
2: Saul's eyes kind of flick up to Callie to check on her face, see how she's doing, but I don't stop squeezing. So it is important for everyone at home to know that I was uh, holding Kelly's hand the entire time. <laughs> that you were fighting with Glenn.
4: You, were, you guys were also holding
2: hands Glenn with Glenn. Glenn in
5: one hand, the other hand with your friend. <laughs> friend yeah. and foe, that's what you have two hands for. Yeah.
4: <laughs> hold hands with your friends, but hold hands with your enemies. Harder. I think you
5: see my eyes are glazing over and I'm humming a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's fine. With my other hand petting Foster. <laughs>
4: Foster's, a little, Foster's feeling a little sad. Bad, but yeah. is uh, cuddling up uh, between you guys. I'll say he he goes and sits, hides his feet, and does the little duck sit on your hands, kind of hovering in oh, the middle. I love mm-hmm. when he does
5: this. He looks like a little telephone, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, looks he does like a, a novelty to ring. He starts shaking. <laughs> Wait, let me dial on him. <laughs>
4: Hello,
5: are you there, Calder? I break into tears. <laughs>
4: Foster <laughs> <laughs> well, starts breaking into tears. Buffy starts breaking into tears.
2: <laughs> I knew she was gonna do it, but it still hurts. <laughs> I couldn't think of enough. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst prank call of all time. <laughs>
1: it's just I a call, sad
5: God. call. <laughs> Can you call a hat? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, and with that, uh, we are going to do a little time jump. Mm. So, okay. you guys are taken by by the Crick Elves, uh, who who thank you profusely. Mm. Uh, they take you off to a guest stump, and uh, there you are treated for your wounds and given some time to rest.
5: I think I refuse to have a private room from Saul.
4: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, there's. Luckily, you're <laughs> at the Crick. There's not a ton of privacy <laughs> right here. now.
5: I don't want to let my eyes off of yeah. anyone.
4: So, um, yeah, you see, uh, Saul does get trapped in a hat. Kidding.
5: I even linger outside the bathroom.
3: (laughs) 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 Saul can I get an (laughs)
5: auditory confirmation that you're still alive? I'm still good. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Foster's
4: doing the pet thing just sitting in the bathroom
2: with (laughs) Saul. Just looking at you.
5: Remember, Oberon can see through that duck.
2: <laughs> I know the uh, the duck is kind of averting its gaze. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, you guys inside this guest stump see that there's like a twisted staircase that winds up the interior of the hollowed out tree, with a little balcony that you can sit out on uh, on the mm. second floor. And on the first floor, uh, there's a warm hearth and a couple of cozy beds, and you can hear nanorflies buzzing out
5: in the woods. I think I'm drawn to the balcony because I'm not feeling very warm these days Mm. yeah I'm enjoying the crisp air
4: yeah Uh, you guys go out and um sit on the balcony
5: I think we have to leave like immediately like I mean we can take a night but we should leave in the morning yeah
2: I I mean I I imagine some of the druids here might be able to point us in the right direction have some sort of tracking capabilities maybe one of the rangers but yeah as soon as we're restored and revived we got to get going
5: Yeah, we've got to keep up with a giant stride. Yeah. Where do you think he's going? I think think he's going to the north. I think he's going to the frigid north. (sighs) I think he's going all the way up.
2: I guess that's where we're going too.
5: You know what? Actually, I have a bit of hope. Yeah? I've come up with the perfect flower I'm gonna give to him when I find him. Oh. It's called Glory of the Snow. And it's this bright blue flower that's like shaped like a star with like white in the middle that's like so bright that it sort of like sparkles in the frost
2: that's incredible can you just like make one of those
5: <laughs> <laughs> Make one. Callie, um,
4: uh, yeah one of these flowers um emerges
2: from her hand
5: this we're giving him this yes this fucking flower is a fucking promise that we're gonna find him that is
2: perfect uh sol looks for, like, a jar or something to, like, put this flower in. <laughs> Great, yeah. Uh, there are jars
4: all around mm-hmm. the um, all the, right. the guest stump. Uh, yeah, you you empty out some, like, ingredients
2: for food. Fuck yeah, <laughs> get rid of the
5: food. Fuck yeah, who needs food? We need <laughs> flowers for hope for finding our friend.
2: Yeah, we, like, put this in, like, a little jar and Maybe, like, attach it to, like, a walking stick or something, so it's, like, guiding our way. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Uh, yeah,
4: so you guys, um, yeah, jar this uh, flower that you're planning on giving to Calder once you get him back.
2: I think, like, as we're winding down, I, I do say to Callie, I say, when we meet Ultras, I'm, I'm worried... I'm worried I'm just gonna go down again. I'm worried I'm gonna fall. When things get tough, for whatever reason, I'm just always the first one to go. And
5: But I think, like, falling... Isn't the important part, right? They say it's the getting back up that's the important part. And you're really good at doing that.
2: (laughs) Well, that's because I've got you two to give me potions at every turn. And I'm just worried that one day you won't be there or I'll need to be the one that stands up without you.
5: I don't worry for that day.
2: I do. And I'm going to find a way to make sure that that worry never even comes to the surface. Okay? Okay.
5: Yeah, I bet you will. i believe it.
2: Yeah, I don't know if you have another flower of hope for me, but... (laughs) Mm. As you say that to Callie, Saul,
4: you feel a rush of warmth in your chest from the mushroom that that Shroomrot gave you. Uh And from it, you feel the spores in your body begin to kind of attach to the veins and almost gross stalks, you feel like blood rushing to your hands, to your fingertips out of which form a new bulb, uh, a new mushroom
5: oh don't you get it? You don't need a flower mushrooms are the great decomposers, they precede rebirth
2: they spring out of death yeah I think Saul's going to like sit down and just try and like commune a little bit with yeah, like the spores and like the network all around here. Great. Go ahead and give me a let's say
4: wisdom check. You Ooh. can do religion or just wisdom.
3: Yeah. Oh. Baby.
4: That is a nat twenty.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
4: okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Saul, as you reflect, mm-hmm. and Callie, you're watching from the outside. There are you know, mushrooms and different fungi and stuff around this stump and like outside the window and you see from the balcony, things begin to kind of rise and point towards Saul as he is joining this fungal network. And Saul, you feel this connection to all of these things around you, like this deep, deep connection. And... In this moment, you feel like no one could kill you, that you could not die, that you could not go down.
3: (laughs) Uh,
2: I think I whisper in my mind, thank you, Shroomrod. With that, um, you break
4: from the trance and you see the um, fungi around you kind of goes back to normal, but you do still have this, you have this strange sense of kind of just like knowing where things in the woods are right now that you wouldn't otherwise know. You just, you've never had a more awareness of your surroundings than right now. It feels like you got intel from like
2: a hundred rangers. Whoa.
5: Did you just drop into the network?
2: <laughs> I'm in.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I i felt everything. I felt the elves, the animals. I, I think I felt... Elzor and Igneous, too. I could feel, like, almost, not their heartbeat, but, like, something beyond that. Like, their soul, but not their soul. I, guess, I don't know.
5: But you have, like, a piece of Shroomra now. Didn't they all say that he couldn't die? Yeah. That he rejoined the network? That's right.
2: Um, I think Saul, like, kind of looks at his fists, and they still inflate a little bit, but now I think they have kind of, like, a bioluminescent glow to them, like the mushrooms do. Rad. think i could be onto something here
4: yeah yeah you see um as as his hands kind of glow here you you feel like you can just see like a little bit of the outline of the bone and stuff and around it are little uh fungal networks uh beginning to form beginning to grow Mm. and i will say this saul getting a nat 20 Mm -hmm. and kind of connecting to the forest here yeah you get a a message not in words but just like a knowing that Ultras is heading for the Iron Deep Mountains.
2: There's one more thing, Callie. I felt him. Colder? Yeah. All around me I felt life and death. But walking between those, kind of crushing it between icy cold feet, I felt him. He's going to Iron Deep.
5: Okay, then we'll go to Iron Deep. Yeah. Great, let's get some sleep then.
4: Yeah. Um, And with that, um, you all go to bed. It has been the same. It has only been 24 hours since you fought the king. It has been an insane 24 hours for a duck team. Uh, You see, yeah, Foster is a a magical being that doesn't really need to sleep, but passes out instantly and loudly (laughs) snores um, as you guys both go to bed for the night. I'm going to lay my
2: head on Foster like he's one of those squishy, squished mellow pillows.
4: Yeah, you you fall asleep after a bit, uh, a little bit fitfully at first, but eventually you guys have this exhaustion deep in your bones and you eventually fall asleep. And Callie, you don't trance tonight. You actually you actually fall asleep, but you do wake up after, after a few hours, like three or four hours when your trance would normally be done. You see the sun has still not risen. Uh, it's still uh, the early hours of the morning, uh, but go ahead and give me a perception check. Nineteen.
5: Nineteen.
4: Callie, as you as you wake up and kind of sit up in your bed, you see little snowflakes gathering on the windowsill.
5: Is that normal for the Crick?
4: Absolutely not.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think I put my frosty hand up to the window and I guess maybe. Okay, I open up the window and I get out the window. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> to go be in the snow. Yeah,
4: you um, slide open the window here and you climb out, and you see that snowflakes are falling from the sky, but only specifically around this area of the stump, and it is eerily quiet. It is eerily quiet at the creek. It would seem that many of the people that were dealing with all of the. Various crises around town have finally gone off to bed. All you hear is the quiet creaking of trees near this stump out in the woods. And um, you see the tree closest to the stump, uh, where the snow is kind of uh, falling around, begin suddenly losing its leaves. The leaves um, begin falling slowly at first, but then it begins quickly shedding them. And in the bark, uh, you see
0: the face of Oberon. Hmm. The season is changing. In the creek? In you.
5: I think I hold up my frosty hands and look at them and say, Yeah, I've kind of been noticing that. I think seeing my mother in your vision that you shared with us sort of brought her memory back really vividly. Hmm.
0: Winter is a time to remember.
5: Yeah. Right? Yeah, she would say that. It's like a time of reflection. I guess that also. I don't know if you remember Calder. Do you remember him? Of course. He was the Knot Frog.
0: I'm familiar with the three of you.
5: <laughs> oh, right. You've been spying on us. Not spying. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. Do you remember his helm? Indeed. Well, it... It finally claimed him. Mm. And I feel like that really triggered something. And it feels like it's... Changing me from the inside.
0: A member of your pack is missing. Passion... Has... Gotten you far. A good thing for the springtime, but times are lean and you hunt dangerous
5: prey winter is when the crops are fallow so you have to learn to hunt
4: and uh, Callie you notice frost growing all up your arms and
0: some of the flowers begin to die
5: I just become the flower but I think that I see this, and I think for the first time I'm like ready to reconnect with Fay Wild and my mother, so I think I let the transformation happen. I think I close my eyes and hum this little tune, just a little lullaby my mother used to sing, and transform into a winter eladrin.
4: Yeah, Callie, you...
5: Spitting image of my mother.
4: uh, See snow begin to come down all around you, falling heavier now and settling into your skin. And Callie, as you transform into a winter eladrin, what do you think uh, you look like?
5: So, I think that my watery body, it doesn't become, like, glassy like ice. I think that it's textured like... The fern patterns that frost makes on a window, mm-hmm. and I think that all my flowers are replaced by like buried juniper twigs and winter plum blossoms, and uh, I think I smell <laughs> like <laughs> pine and wintergreens, <laughs> and I think that everywhere. I walk, there's like the faint sound of like how Oberon has like the creaking of wood. Mm. I think I have like the faint sound of singing ice. Yeah,
4: you hear this kind of low creak as you step through the woods here and um, even beyond like you stepping on leaves, there's something more to it than that, something deeper. And Oberon nods as much as he can. The
0: tree kind of just sways and he goes... Hmm... This suits you.
5: It really does.
0: For now, do not make your mother's mistakes and let this become permanent. There are a Alatrin who steal themselves to survive the hard times. But there are others who make the times hard themselves
5: I think as soon as you say, don't make your mother's mistake, it goes from me remembering her humming this lullaby to me bedside to her in her cell waiting for her execution, humming it to herself. And I feel a little terrified. (laughs) 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 Mm.
0: (laughs) Do not wander long in the snow, Calliope Petrigar. And you
4: see his face... Disappears into the bark, and the tree begins to regrow its leaves. And whew, the snow is gone, except for the frost around
5: you. I think I spend the rest of the morning outside.
3: Uh, yeah,
4: you you spend uh, the rest of the morning outside, and um, you see the sun rises, uh, and it feels a little bit colder, like the start of a new season. And um, you go back into the stump uh, after the sun rises Um, and you see uh, Saul begins to uh, stir awake and Saul, you open your eyes to a
2: (laughs) somewhat stranger in (sighs) in the stump. (laughs) Callie, were you cold last night? I feel like I couldn't get nearly enough blankets. Whoa!
5: (laughs) That might have been me. (laughs) (laughs) Those juniper berries? Yeah, they grow in the winter.
2: You look incredible.
5: Thank you. I think I'll really compliment the Silver Serpent. Oh, yeah. Maybe even more so.
4: Yeah. So you guys reunite, and as you go about your morning, you are visited by some Crick messengers. And I'll even say that Bumpy stops by to fill you in on what's been going on. You guys learn that the Crick druids were able to use the Mama loophole to save Me Last night. Uh, so the crown that was placed on her head uh, wouldn't allow other people to target her with spells, but they were able to target Mama. And Mima was awoken and able to take the crown off nice. herself. And um, once she came to, she immediately began work on saving the other three old folks who are still stuck in this dreamscape. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all safe, but uh, they will not be uh, out of their dream until Eloise is is found. Um, so they are these old folks are left in the care of guards while um, you hear that Big Bev has left uh, with a team to go out and track down the rogue druids. So it sounds like that part is being taken care of. And as you guys are getting ready to leave, you're all packed up and everything you see that Mima um, approaches the guest stump as you guys are, are walking out. Oh, hey. How are you feeling? I I, I feel I, I feel all right. Overwhelmed, obviously, but uh-huh. but uh, I, I'm I'm doing I'm doing great. Uh, uh, thanks to you. Thank you all so much for everything that you've done for the Crick. And I'm
2: I'm so sorry for what happened to Calder. It's okay. We're gonna find him. We know where he's headed.
0: Yeah,
5: he said it to Iron Deep.
2: Iron Deep. Got it. Okay. Well, I I
4: know somebody who knows about giants that has fought pretty much every kind of monster that there is in Bohemia. He especially knows a lot about the Iron Deep Mountains. I I think I've got somebody who could could guide you there.
2: That would be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Uh, if we're going to be pursuing Ultras, we need all the help we can get, I think. Right.
4: Well, he's a little bit temperamental these days. He's Uh a little shy. But I, I think we can convince him he's That's really right. your best bet here. We're
2: friendly. People like us. People like us. Of yeah. course. I like you. Yeah.
3: Bumpy likes you.
2: It's just, you know, like when we first met Bumpy, like those two other guys didn't really like us. Right. And Interesting. You know, it, okay. Yeah. Normally, like, I would say like one out of three people likes us. Right.
4: Yeah. That's good. That's mm-hmm. a good
2: average. Yeah. All right. Um, well, why don't we get going? Okay. Um,
4: you see, Meemaw leads you out into the forest even further out than Cooter's stump. Uh, Cooter's place was on the edge of town, but this is straight up in the middle of the woods. And after passing (laughs) thick green trees and treants, you find a broken down airship covered in moss and grass. There is a giant crack in the hull, and clothes lines up on the deck with various drying clothes and belongings. Squirrels and chippermunks make their homes in the various little cracks, and you do see that there is some smoke coming out from a chimney attached to the captain's quarters. The windows are boarded up. You can see a little light coming from inside. Ah,
2: oh, this thing's ancient. I've only seen models like this in like textbooks. And you see Meemaw, in kind of
4: this frazzled state, uh, goes up and just starts banging on the hull. Hey, big guy! It's Meemaw! I got some people that want to meet you!
1: You see the the light in the cabin turns off.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We saw the light!
1: It turns back on. (laughs) (laughs) He pretends like he's retired,
4: but I saw him out fighting against Glenn's army. Buddy, I saw you out there yesterday. You were wearing a mask, but you stand out like a sore thumb. That wasn't me. So now <laughs> we know you're there. Fuck.
1: Oh. <laughs> Who is this guy? Why is he being so weird? he
4: tell you himself.
1: All right. uh, hard one, sure foot. <laughs> <gasps> opens the cabin door. A crack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I do a perception check on the crack.
4: Yeah, go ahead and uh, do a perception check.
2: Uh, that's going to be a 12.
4: Okay. Um, it's mostly dark. <laughs> uh, Mima. Uh, gestures to Callie and Saul and goes, Hard one, this is Saul Buffo and Calliope Petricor. They are headed into the Iron Deep Mountains, and I thought maybe it would be good for all of you if maybe you served as their guide.
2: Hard one?
5: I'm sorry, did you say hard one?
2: Like the hard one? No.
5: Wait, what hard one are you talking about? I'm talking about in the Feywild. There's this story about this guy, Hard one Surefoot. That he started a war between these (laughs) sunflower trolls, and we lost a bunch of pixies because of it. (laughs) Uh,
1: Argon opens the door a little bit more.
2: (laughs) What happened? (laughs) <laughs> I had not heard about that. I had just seen a copy of this ship in the Launchpad Museum, and I'm piecing it all together, but that sounds way more interesting.
4: Yes, hard one is one of the titans of Bohemia. He, along with my daughter, Moonshine Sabin. Um, I have heard of her. You haven't heard of her? <laughs> yeah. She was kind of part of that troll thing as well. What? Or not. Yeah.
3: The yeah. instigator, You wiped out a I- lot. Pixies. I think she was they the first really one to nasty grab, yeah. Too, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it's a good thing that it was me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> You're sort of like an anti-hero there.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Um, uh, Jake, go ahead and
4: describe your character.
1: <laughs> Gladly. So, yeah, hard one. Hard one. At this point in his life, he is about
4: eighty, ninety. Hard one is technically like. 230 years old. He was about Ooh. 30 years old in the first campaign. He's about 230 now. Um, but you guys saw in Callie, look at Hard One, and he looks like a middle aged half elf. So something's up. Something's uh, going on with him. Um, he
1: should be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but go on, uh, describe your character. Okay. So I'm not dead. Um, <laughs> and even though Hard One is six foot six, he is just not standing as tall. His chest Mm -hmm. isn't puffed out, his shoulders are kind of (laughs) hunched, and his clothes, which used to hug every inch of muscle on his body, Mm -hmm. they're hanging a little loose, especially in the calf and quad (laughs) region. His pants look a little baggy. (laughs) Um, His beard and hair are kind of like wild and untamed, unbraided in the dwarven fashion Mm -hmm. that he usually
5: God I whisper, I whispered assault, He must have made a witch's bargain. Oh, which is what Yeah, mean? it's probably why he got rid of all the pixies and then he got longer life. But oh. He's not making the most of it.
2: I thought that was why his pants were baggy. <laughs> oh,
5: actually, yeah, he could have gotten, he could have wished for baggier pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are they whispering? Is that about?
5: like the Nothing curse, in,
2: though? It's like he gets longer life but baggier pants. <laughs> yeah. Every baggier. year of his life, that gets which longer. Which is a tricky.
3: I can't really hear anything because <laughs> the door's we'll, we'll only get to open to crack. Second, crack. Hard okay. No,
4: he's been doing a lot of traveling on the astral plane. And when you're on the astral plane, you don't need mm. to eat or drink or sleep sleep and you don't age oh. so he's a half elf so he should be about 230 years old but he's only aged to be about 80 or 90 and he insists that he's retired but really he is, is just taking a little break and i okay. think he could use a little time
1: outside of the boat yeah. isn't that right hard one i am enjoying my golden years
4: <laughs> he's, you're so young though hard one you
5: haven't not at heart
4: not at heart not i
5: i I might agree with that. I feel that. I feel that.
4: Okay, everyone.
5: Years can really weigh on you. I agree with that, but maybe we can all live. subjective. Maybe we...
4: Okay, here is the You lose a
5: friend, you gain 10 years.
1: Yeah. We can hang. Yeah. (laughs) You guys... Do you guys need to spend a few years on the boat?
5: I'm yeah. telling you, it doesn't I the kick boat? the door in. No. All right, all right. Oh. Where do you go to mope? I'm looking for a moping blanket.
1: Jeez, everything
4: was broken but that door. <laughs> yeah, uh hard one, do you wanna explain the uh as everybody hops onto the boat and kicks the door in? Do you wanna explain what the inside interior of the boat
1: looks like these days? Yeah, I would love to. Uh so <laughs> this boat was never really uh pristine or anything, but uh one is kind of like a pack rat. Um so he's collected a lot, a lot of like cool stuff over his adventures, but mm. it kind of looks like a flea market meets a college dorm room now cuz <laughs> he spent the last like 3 years letting himself and the interior of the boat go kind of mm. completely. I
4: see we're doing this cinder block bookshelf. <laughs> yeah. Could- well, yes, it's not. good cuz you could put all the
2: cans of beans on it. <laughs> <laughs> Saul like peeks into the bathroom and sees that there are grooming products that are just not being used. <laughs> they're all they're pile, they're all piled in the sink. <laughs> Alright.
4: I thought maybe everybody could help I'm like Bring each other up, but I also don't want everyone to help kind of bring no. each other up.
5: Calliope back. is eating a can of beans <laughs> no, in, those are in, in the corner wearing <laughs> a blanket. Those are the good
4: beans. Here. <laughs> That's that. Hold on. That's let me get you, don't you a have bigger spoon. I- There's dinner every night at the bonfire. <laughs> Where- we invite
5: you.
1: Where is my dinner? hospitality? Callie, Where- you said, can I get you a bigger spoon for the beans?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I've been using my hands. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Let me get you a bean spoon. Yeah. one right. <laughs> starts
2: kicking a bunch of buckets. <laughs> 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 Shit, it's here somewhere. <laughs> It's <laughs> like... Uh, I noticed that you had a lot of bugs in your beard. Do you want me to just like pluck those out for you? There's bugs in the the beard. (laughs) Yeah, it's a couple crawling around in there. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Are
1: you saying that because you want to help me or because you're hungry, (laughs) Frogman?
2: You know, why can't things be both? Why can't we be sad but also going on an adventure?
1: Okay, you eat the beans, you eat the bugs.
5: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right. Do you have any aspirational magazines (laughs) I could just really self-flagellate with? (laughs) Aspirational (laughs) magazines? Yeah, you know, just like with articles of people who, are doing really well. <laughs> I, have a,
1: I have an old Maxim. Let me...
5: yeah, I'm looking for hot people yeah. who are doing better than me. A hard
1: one roots around his... Uh, uh, that his... you
5: don't mind me spilling beans yeah. on. I open
1: the cabinet to my bathroom. There's a bunch of Maxim magazines there. Are you
5: stealing Petrie's Maxims again?
1: Just the just the Jessica Simpson ones.
5: Uh,
1: All right.
4: All right. Well, she has
5: a sadness in her eyes. Uh, All
3: right, everybody.
4: I need to be getting back to it. The old folks uh, at need to be tended to we, we should be able to keep them safe but I, I i gotta get back to the rest of my people but hard one uh our friends here callie and saul are visiting they defeated king duratar they they beat the high king of the the blue dragon elf so <laughs> these are real seasoned adventurers but they do not know their way through the iron deep mountains and they've got a giant that they're going after so i thought maybe you could at the very least Impart some wisdom on them. So with that, I'm out. Um, you see, she turns into a bird <laughs> wow. and me flies too. away.
5: I hold up an empty can of beans.
1: <laughs> I crack another.
4: <laughs>
5: Cheers. <laughs>
1: Don't ever let me see the bottom of this bean can. <laughs>
4: you see, as Mima flies away, <laughs> easy on the beans, everyone.
3: <laughs> Let's. Let's solve our problems, right. right? You tell the
5: beans to be easy let's, on me. Let's not drown
2: our problems in beans. Yeah, a diet of bugs and beans. There's got to be diversity. I All understand. Right. Uh Meemaw flaps off. <laughs>
4: and you guys are left in the very sad bachelor pad of <laughs> what you, I mean, Callie, you are from the Wild, so you do have, like storybook uh, adventures come true like mm-hmm. every day and insane things happen. So, you know, Hard One's Hard One. He's like just uh, another kind of hero that you've heard of. Yeah, he's a
5: pixie exterminator. He's a, <laughs> a
4: pixie exterminator. I'm going to add that to my nickname list. <laughs> and um, Saul, you would definitely know oh, yeah. Hard One and um, um, Moonshine and Beverly um, from your time at Launchpad and stuff. Uh, right. They had defeated uh, the cleric, uh, Theala.
2: Yeah, I think I like think back to the like illustration of Hard One in the book that I read and <laughs> (laughs) I look at him currently, and I'm like, yeah, she's still got it. I do a weird thumbs up.
5: Without breaking eye contact with Jessica Simpson. (laughs) I I ask hard one. So did she fight alongside the possum? We saw a really good puppet show about the possum.
1: Who, Jessica? No, she was on a... Oh, you mean... You. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, did I? Yeah, I, I did. Because the puppet
5: show gave the possum like all of the credit.
1: The possum, the possum deserves a lot of the credit. Actually, <laughs> the puppet show sounds like it did the possum justice.
5: Okay, I go back to studying Jessica Simpson's sad eyes and wonder what happened to her.
1: <laughs> uh, hard one uh, clears off some maxims from his futon um, and takes a taxidermy crow off a chair. <laughs>
3: Here, sit, sit. <laughs> Thank um, you. Uh,
1: I'm not sure why Meemaw thinks I can be helpful, but if you have any questions about
2: the Iron Deep Mountains, it's it's where I come from. I know them well. Okay. I, well, I mean, if you, if you are the hard one surefoot, I'm, I'm sure you can be tons of help. Uh, we're looking for a giant that stole our friend. His name is Ultras. Ultras. Yeah. Do you know him? I know of Ultras. And if
1: he is the kind of giant I think he is. And I think I know why he'd be going to iron deep. He's trying to forge an alliance with the fire giants.
2: They live, they live under the mountains there. Fire giants, the fire giants. I I didn't realize that there were fire giants. I thought there were just dwarves in iron deep.
1: The fire giants are there. They, they've always been there.
2: Uh,
4: they are in the mountains before iron deep.
2: Oh, Okay. Well, that doesn't seem great.
5: Yeah, we should probably stop that alliance. Because, mm-hmm. to be truthful with you, hmm. because Jessica Simpson is inspiring. She's me watching to speak us yeah, you shouldn't so tell a lie freely because she is so honest about who she is. You Callie. know, and I really like she that. She puts it
1: all out there. Remember the chicken
2: of the sea tuna thing?
5: That was <laughs> She's so, got a quote about that. It was
2: vulnerable. I really it. admire how much you can get from so little, Callie. <laughs>
5: anyway that's why i I keep
2: this poster up really
5: i hold (laughs) jessica simpson in front of my face so that i can talk but it looks like it's coming through her mouth (laughs) Um, jessica
1: you've barely touched your beans
5: (laughs) (laughs) anyway to be as naked as jessica simpson is willing to be for maxim i'm gonna tell you that we're already not sure that we can even take on Ultras, let alone some sort of giant alliance we need to sequester him and fight him on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: Mima told me to tell you everything I could about Iron Deep, the mountains, and Ultras. I suppose. Uh, so I guess I'm I'm doing that by telling you not to go. Ultras is too powerful. The mountains will kill you. If. If the mountains don't kill you, Ultras will kill you.
5: Okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry. It's, it's absolutely not an option that we don't go. Uh-huh. Our friend is stuck in his helmet. Oh, okay. I'm sure yeah. this is like something you've experienced before. Never.
1: I'm trying to remember. I'm, it's been 200 years. I don't think I've ever been stuck as anything, even briefly.
5: <laughs>
4: uh, guys, go ahead and give me inside checks. Yeah
5: shout out to the two crew.
4: Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a 15. Okay. Um Callie, you you think maybe I look at him and I'm like, yeah,
5: because yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're so busy being stuck as yourself. I yeah. <laughs> feel that. I feel that. Yeah.
4: But Saul, you, you you sense that he is kind of projecting a bit. The the hard one shorefoot that you mm-hmm. learned about and everything would never say not to do something because it's
2: too dangerous even though it's the right thing. Uh, Mr. Surefoot, did did something happen out there in the astral plane? Like you, not to be forward, but you you don't really seem like the hard one that I've learned about. Yeah, well,
1: that was that was a different a different time. I was a younger half elf then, and maybe there was a time when I would have wanted to go out to the Iron Deep Mountains and help you guys save your friend, but.
5: We didn't even ask you that. Well, it's just something <laughs> you're, you're, so it's old your me mind, would have. I gone, mean, if is... you're the one to bring it up, I would love to have you. Uh,
2: you. You were clenching your fist as you were speaking
1: about it. Yeah, it just made me think about all the, the good times I had in the mountains, but those days are
2: over. I am retired and happily retired, my dad. <laughs> <You laughs> Saul know- looks at the poster of Jessica Simpson with beans on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I've cut a little hole so I can eat it through her mouth. Oh, (laughs) Oh, God.
2: I wish you wouldn't
1: have done that to my Jessica Simpson poster. It's a beautiful painting. Who commissioned this? I can't believe you guys have ruined One's reintroduction. I only have like 40 more of those.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Simpson and beans, I'm in heaven.
1: (laughs) Now you get why I don't want to leave.
5: (laughs) I mean, if... Look, I would have never presumed to ask, but I mean, now that you've casually mentioned it, it makes me think that it's crossed your mind, which makes me think you don't have a scheduling conflict, which makes me feel confident enough to be like, hey, what's up? Do you want to go to the mountains with us? Yeah, the truth is,
2: all of the other elves are super busy right now because there's Mm -hmm. like a million things wrong uh, in the living wood. And I think like you might be our best bet at like figuring out how to get through Iron Deep and survive.
5: And also like, we look like a duo, but we want to be a trio again.
2: You know the way
1: the way you said, "Do I like want to come to the mountains?" And <laughs> the way you said, "All the other elves were busy." <laughs> does make me kind of consider
3: uh, the
2: idea? <laughs> but you're our first choice. Let me be clear. Uh, I.
5: It's okay. I respect your. I respect your space.
0: I just don't want to be a liability.
5: Okay. Well, do you mind if I just kind of like hang out here and <sighs> sort of like, I don't know, eat some beans and look at Jessica?
1: This is a great cabin for doing both of those
5: things. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go out to the, um, is there like a patio I can use, the, like a balcony? The poop deck? Yeah. I'm gonna to go, go yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go up to the poop deck, bring my beans and Jessica Simpson. Oh god. And then I want to find Serpent. Oh and oh. have my serpent attack me. <laughs> Basically use my find steed and have it attack me <laughs> so that he hears it. <laughs> Callie,
3: insane. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so I, I saw you at a home gym. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's the kettlebell there. It's kind of <laughs> greasy with bean juice, but <laughs> uh, it's better.
4: Help! Whoa, Callie! Outside, <laughs> you God, see this <laughs> The silver oh, serpent, please. Callie, Jessica, <laughs> the silver Miss serpent Simpson. with deeply sad eyes is nipping at Callie. Saul,
3: I accept death. I accept it as
5: a lover.
4: Hard one. Give me an inside check with disadvantage.
5: <laughs> can I make a deception check? Yes. Okay.
2: Saul, I'll say you yeah, know I... that the serpent would not attack. Uh... If she does well on her deception, can we say she winked at me?
5: Yeah, I yeah. definitely I definitely do <laughs>
1: wink at you. Twenty-four.
4: <laughs> Twenty-two. What? Okay, so Hard One, you feel like you've got a great read on this situation. Some kind of uh you've you've heard of all this stuff with like Sawyer coming back to the Crick and everything. This must have been some kind of assassin sent by Sawyer to destroy the remaining heroes of the Crick. You see the serpent is going after Callie.
2: Quick Hard one, that's our greatest foe!
1: Not on my boat. Hard one crashes through the deckhand. Draws his great axe.
4: <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. Hard one pulls out the axe, runs over to this serpent who looks at you concerned, Callie.
5: I whisper, I love you so fucking much. I'm going to call you back tomorrow. I promise. Uh, you see the
4: serpent nods. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll, Hard one. Salt
5: so,
2: so does the home alone gesture with his, he puts his hands on his cheeks. I rolled a ah! nat. I rolled a nat one on my
5: first ah!
1: hard one there's too much bean juice on the axe
4: is
5: there a way i can give hard one bardic inspiration without him knowing i did it i i'm going to flash a really hot uh tip forward shot of jessica simpson god,
3: <laughs> come on
1: you will crease the poster serpent
5: <laughs>
4: jesus
3: christ god they're
4: stashed everywhere okay <laughs> so with a one what is your what is your role with a one hard one with
1: a one um, that is And eleven.
4: Okay, so go ahead and if you use your if you burn a bardic inspiration. Wait,
5: eleven hits the wall. Eleven hits.
4: I would say a one would normally Mm. auto fail on this, but I'll say that um, with the bardic inspiration, Callie inspires you, (laughs) um, and um, you. Begin to lose your grip on the axe because of the bean juice, but then you just grab it with the tips of your fingers, flip it around. The muscle memory comes back, and you swing down onto the serpent. Uh, and you see, as soon as you hit the serpent, um, and Callie, you get the sense you you like dismiss it at the same time. Serpent doesn't feel pain or anything. It's it's an avatar. I think
5: I I think I have it jump over the ledge and dismiss it so that it disappears.
4: Yes.
1: Uh, so
4: as soon as you hit it, um, it explodes into starfire. And disappears.
1: Uh, I, I cradle Jessica Simpson poster <laughs> in my arms.
3: You've ruined it. You've, you've ruined it. You, you all
1: have ruined You've ruined the show. <laughs> He finally said it. Yes. <laughs> finally admitted it.
4: Hardwood
2: Shortfoot, gone for three years. Comes back as a Maxim magazine collector. <laughs> <laughs> this magazine's fluttering like snow all around us.
5: Yeah, various wow. Jessica Simpson at various stages in her career God. swirling around. Wow, it's
3: wow. kind
2: of beautiful.
1: It comes, <laughs> it falls to the it falls to the deck like snow.
5: Okay. That was
2: amazing.
5: <sighs> Thank you. I'm so sorry. I didn't even know anyone would be after us.
2: Yeah, yeah. We live a pretty dangerous life. Well, I guess so.
1: Um, you know, you're lucky I was here.
5: <laughs> at your house? Yeah.
1: That <laughs> you don't leave? I don't know if you guys should be alone.
5: I don't think we should. No. Okay. I've gone up to a poop deck and immediately had an assassination attempt.
1: Yeah. And we can't keep my posters at risk like this. <laughs> Let's lock them away. Um, Good idea. Okay. If anyone is going to get you to Iron Deep, I think it should be me.
5: Oh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. <laughs> um,
1: Do me one one favor. If I start to slow you down,
2: you leave me behind. That's not really how we operate.
3: Yeah, I
5: was going to say that's like really not what we do. Not our style. Okay.
2: Yeah. Cool. We're- All right, I'm still in. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: you should meet uh, our mascot, by the way.
2: Or our friend, I should say. This is Foster. Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: I reach out this duck.
2: I... <laughs>
1: I'm a, I'm a bit of a bird enthusiast. I
5: think of the taxidermied one downstairs and take Foster back. You can pet him in my arms.
1: I had a bird just like Foster once. Really? Ah. What yeah. kinds
5: of bird? A duck. It was
1: it duckish, <laughs> duckish? Have you ever seen a black duck with a pointier beak? Like a loon?
2: Mm, not that, but the flappy one. Or Canada goose? Mm, smaller. <laughs> I think he's talking Black. about the raven that was in his that's the that's the one yeah? crow oh, yes oh.
5: yes oh, no. right okay right um how did that work out?
1: <laughs> Caw lived a long and healthy life. Did he? he was happy till the day he perished of old age. <laughs> might I <add>. did he?
5: <laughs> it's
3: just weird yes. that like
1: this statue looked like it was screaming. <laughs> He thought the statue
4: had had really old beans in its throat and it's not clear if that is where Hardwin was storing beans yeah. or if he was feeding cocoa beans and it choked
3: to death.
5: I couldn't tell because I couldn't tell if it was like taxidermy glue or like a crystallized tear rolling down his cheek. I
1: shed many
2: crystalline tears over that bird. But anyway, we're, we 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 well, we used to call ourselves the Duck Team. I don't know if we can call ourselves that anymore, but
5: we can call ourselves the Crow Crew in Ooh. honor of your Kaka.
2: The hard one uh,
1: wells up a little bit. <laughs> I think knowing Kaka as well as I did, <laughs> you would really like that.
5: Okay, maybe we can bring his corpse along with us.
1: I think. I think I'd really like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Sure.
2: Yeah, we can make room.
1: <laughs> salt throws out our potions. Uh, hard one breaks the base off of the taxidermy bird and wears it like a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, I don't really need to pack because I keep most of my stuff in a backpack anyway. Yeah. So I'm down to go. Okay. Ready? Whenever. Okay. Great. Right, yeah, wow. we were trying
5: yeah, to we're... leave today. Uh huh. Oh, today. Yeah. So you think you could do that?
1: Yeah, let me be very candid. I think we're going to die. Um, as <laughs> okay. long as you guys, it sounds like you guys are
2: going no matter what, with or without me, okay. Mr. Surefoot, We've had this exact conversation about how we think we're going to die like two or three times already. Yeah. Okay. See, so, well, we- I, I can tell you, it'll be yeah, it'll be in the Iron D Mountains for sure. Okay. Yeah.
5: Well, so what we do is like before certain battles, we'll be mm. like. Okay, if I die, leave my body. Okay, so that's allowed, but we don't do it like as a general thing. Yeah. All
1: right. So if if I die, leave my body, I can say that.
2: Yeah, we're all we're all about like a firm like living will and trust okay. about like specifically what exactly. to do with the bodies, but like we're exactly. not going to let you die. All right.
5: And also, I hold out our little uh, blue flower, the little glory of the snow flower, mm. and I'm like, I know that this maybe looks like nothing to you, but. It would mean the world to me if we could get this to the guy in Ultras' hat.
1: A flower for the guy in the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Simple enough. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did
6: you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money. subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody.
5: Okay. Okay. And I guess, like, can I just use a bathroom one more time? <laughs> Does this thing, yeah, it, you're I don't take imagine.
1: <laughs> do the poster in there? <laughs>
5: you see, I have Jessica Simpson stuffed oh, down. I just asked the because there's
2: already a bunch in there. <laughs>
5: <sighs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> I mean, I guess let's put some beans in Foster, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, you guys need rations. Yeah. Yeah, this is a uh, hard one, would know that it's going to be like a 10 day hike.
2: Wow. Okay. I don't imagine the airship works anymore. Oh, this old thing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it breaks underneath hard
4: He falls through into the hole. It literally, it, it, it does not look like it just, because uh, uh I mean, Mima said it herself, and, mm-hmm. and One has said it through conversation, that he's been here, he's only been back for three years. This looks like it's been here for decades, <laughs> it looks like he probably crashed it here. Like there was mm. enough damage from probably flying over the Iron Deep Mountains.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, there's there's a lot of things that can kill you there.
2: When was the last time you were in Iron Deep?
1: Three years ago. Three years ago, I gave the Queen's Hammer back to Jaina Bronzebeard.
2: Oh, the, the ruler? The current ruler? That's right. Oh, a dear friend. You... You had the Queen's Hammer. I think I would know about the Queen's Hammer. Yeah, for a long time I I wielded the Queen's Hammer. It's, I knew you were a hero, but to like give up something so precious to you—that's that's pretty big.
1: Yeah, well, you don't just give give something up, you give something up and you trade up for something new. Hard one holds up a can of beans.
5: <laughs> Fair trade, actually. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. I like this
1: guy. You beans won. up. Beans up.
5: <laughs> I'm getting a bit bean drunk. Got a bean buzz going.
1: Yeah, a couple of these cans have gone bad, so
2: I'm gonna stick with the bugs.
1: Oh, <laughs> insane. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so you guys um, head back to the Cricktown Square with Hard One in tow. And uh, you guys see that as as you get closer to the Crick, um, a bunch of people are out and waving to, first off, uh, psyched to see you guys because of all you've done for the Crick. But then also to see Hard One out. There's a lot of
1: people whispering like,
4: Hard One's out. Hard One's finally come out. Hard One's coming back to the Crick. Hard One's coming back.
3: Hey, Hard One.
1: Hey. Hard Hard one's visibly uncomfortable at this. What's up,
2: hard one? He's
1: shuffling his feet. Peace, what's up?
3: What's up? Anyone, you going on an adventure, hard
2: one?
1: Yeah, hey, Petrie, what's up?
2: That's awesome. (laughs) All right. That's cool. Uh,
1: Thanks. This is great. I love you here. Yeah, 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 maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um
4: you get into uh the town square. Mima's kind of rushing around trying to help everybody and everything, um, and you see Mama, the dire possum, runs over to you, hard one, and hops up to jump in your arms.
1: I go to one knee and I catch her. My queen. It is good to see you well, my champion. Do I look well?
4: It is good to see you, my champion. <laughs>
1: It is good to see you, my queen.
4: I'm happy to see you outside of the ship.
1: Yeah, it it was time to feel sun on my body for once.
4: Well, um, you see uh, she looks out at um Saul and Callie and goes, you're in good hands. And uh, looks uh, to you, hard one, and goes, and you are as well. I've they heard have, good things. <laughs> they have been integral to
2: the safety of the Crick. Saul smiles and he's got like just so many bugs in his teeth. For that, I thank you, Bugman <laughs> and, and bean woman.
5: Goliope smiles through the whole show. <laughs> Are
4: you sure, before you go on this grand adventure to get your friend back, are you sure you don't want to leave the
1: magazine? Are you, you can, can donate it to the Crick Library. I can paste that to a shield for you.
2: you <laughs> I see, would the, appreciate One that. of the
1: peaches that was yelling,
2: hey, is that my Maxim?" <laughs> Run. <laughs> I run. Oh, okay. shit.
1: You see, Mima turns
4: around. Wait, wait, wait. I need to take you guys to the living wood. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right,
5: right. I get really dodgy and clutch yeah. my
1: magazine. one does his one hand on his axe. <laughs> These were communal maxims.
0: <laughs>
4: Um, yeah, you see, um, it's been, uh, we're about halfway through the afternoon here. Cooter is with Mimar right now, and uh, despite everything that's happened, he's got this kind of like hopeful uh, look on his face, um, and you see uh, he's looking over at Hard One, and Hard One, he gives you a nod, because I think that... Of all of the people who have probably spent time with you over the past few years, there have not been many, but I think you and Cooter have had a lot in common and have probably shared a flask of Crick water or two over the, um, over the past couple of years.
1: Yeah. I just put my hand on his shoulder and I nod. Uh, yeah.
4: Um, he, um, pulls you in for a hug, just ha- kind of has a private moment with you and he whispers and he goes, I think it's time we both, we both moved on
0: yeah it's, it's
1: hard to it's hard to let these things go but maybe you're right I'll
0: I'll see if I can get past it and you do the same yeah no rush brother Mima offered me a spot in the old folk circle
4: and i'm gonna I'm gonna take it so next time next time you come back here i'll be I'll be with the old folks again
0: it's where you belong
4: yeah
2: keep it light hard one
1: I give him a doggy. <laughs> uh,
2: you give him a noogie, um, and you push him off. We can call him Crowbro. <laughs>
5: <laughs> sure, you can do that.
2: <laughs> give me that magazine.
4: <laughs> Petrie takes his magazine back. <laughs>
5: no! I fight him! I smite him for the maxim!
4: You are arrested by the Crick
5: Elves.
1: (laughs) Careful, there's a serpent that's drawn to that magazine. I
5: ask you about one trophy of appreciation for assassinating a dragon! All
2: right, Petra gives up the magazine, lets you have the one. I whispered a hard one. This is actually an improvement over our last partner. (laughs) Really? Yeah. A picture of a woman is much better than Glenn. (laughs)
1: Oh, Sawyer, Yeah. (laughs)
4: Uh, yeah, you see, Mima um, comes over to you guys. Um, she looks uh, very happy to see Hard One um, back with this uh, crew. Uh, and she just keeps doing uh, like the far off nod um, <laughs> at all three of you guys. I like this. I like this little trio.
1: Hard One looks a little bit like a kid playing dress up in his old adventuring gear. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, you guys see. Yeah, Hard One has, um, he's still got it to a certain extent, but he has not been adventuring for several years at this point. So he is definitely a little bit rusty um but um Mima opens a gate you see a sparkle of green magic as she tears a hole in the demi plane
5: we aren't even gonna have to hike is she sending us right there
4: no, unfortunately, you guys are gonna have to get to the mountain, but I can oh. get you
5: to the living wood. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Right. Sorry,
4: I just. got excited. Oh, it's all good. Um, you see, yeah, you guys Magic. travel.
5: Impressive. You,
4: tra- <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, she rips open the world, and you guys I go to really another plane. Make
5: a big deal of how impressed I am. I don't
4: <laughs> you don't have wow. to be overly impressed? How That's did not you, do that? you don't have to do this. Which I understand. Sorry, drew all right, okay. I'm like 700 years wow. old. You don't gotta do
1: this. Um, no way. No, it's real. This is how she sounded with the serpent. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the serpent. Yeah, yeah, she was attacked by a serpent. Yeah,
3: yeah,
5: I attacked her. Uh, there was her. an assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. You, at were, a, my you were
4: almost assassinated by a serpent?
5: Yeah, silver one. If you can believe it. I attacked it with oh, my literally. axe. Hard one, that's so one good shot. of you. One kind shot. Of made me feel like a I could. serpent. Came. The serpent almost
4: destroyed the living wood. Right. It was. Well, yeah. Well, yeah uh, he's
2: yeah. back. You, you've yeah. got it. He's still think, got it. I think we can.
5: Although it's this kind of like weird thing that there is one that looks just like him and is good. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a, you know, Cain and Abel right. brothers. Right.
2: They're kind of twins. Thing.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: yeah. So there is one that you shouldn't attack.
1: <laughs> got it. Well, yeah. Let
4: but me know about that one. Got rid of the one
5: that's,
1: yeah, right, so only
4: good now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, she um, gates you guys into the living wood. Um, and you guys um, hear the skittering and chirping of nearby animals. And she's still kind of in this frazzled, like, getting everything back. It looked like she was literally... In the process of doing a ritual to like swear cooter into being old folk um, again right there, because uh, not only are a bunch of them currently in the dreamscape, but a bunch of them are traitors. <laughs> uh, so they are dwindling in numbers right now. Right. Um, so you see uh Meemaw gives you guys all hugs and goes, all right, I need to get back. But I was able to get in touch with somebody to bring you to the edge of the mountain so you don't have to hike all through the woods. Oh, that's nice. And um Mima gives you guys a little salute um and winks at you, hard one.
5: I toast her with a can of beans.
4: <laughs> all right, let's go easy on the beans, everyone. Hard one. Let's not. No rules out in yeah, the no or... rules on the
1: mountain. Yeah.
4: Okay. If we're gonna be eating the beans, let's do it as like part of the adventure. <laughs> we we, the we adventure. like cook them on the Major on the, the fire as part of like us going Sometimes on...
1: Sometimes you don't have time for a fire, at... Mima, but Okay, I let's cook that. those
4: beans, everybody. I
5: we're gonna st- cook the beans. I stand in front of the portal, hold up my my beans and a cheers uh, with my back to the portal and then do that thing where people bungee jump backwards, not looking.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Insane. Um, So you see that uh, (laughs) Mima jumps back through the portal back to the crick as it closes. Um, And you guys are in the living wood here um, in the afternoon, and overhead you guys hear a creature grazing the treetops and you see a deep elf ranger and a blue-gray dragon descend from above. (gasps) And it's your old friends Elzor and Igni. Oh, Sorry. I was
2: worried we weren't going to get to see them again. Hey,
4: you guys need a ride to the mountains?
2: Oh, hell yeah. I thought they were going to send us like a Dodge Durango or something. This is way better. What is
4: a Dodge
5: Durango? <laughs> I didn't know a Dodge Durango was on the table.
1: <laughs> on page 98 of the Maxim.
5: <laughs> what is Maxim? <laughs> I
3: don't oh, know,
5: but- yeah, look, It's just. Simpson Who is Jessica Simpson? the hoods of a Dodge Durango. I
2: think it's like an astral plane <laughs> thing. I don't know. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
4: yes, I <laughs> you, you feel um, rather than bring it up in this moment, you feel sort of a flaring of the rapport spores that you had shared with Elzor in the past. Mm. Um, and you feel uh, sort of an understanding about the situation with Calder um, and you feel their condolences um, given to you. You just kind of feel that innately, like a mm. warmth, like a warm hug. Uh, and Elzor uh, sends a message to you guys, says uh, a message in your guy's head and goes, you guys are amazing. I know you're going to get him back.
2: Thanks, Elzor. I hope, uh, hope your mom's okay. And, uh, I think, you know what, when that day comes, I think he'll make a great ruler.
0: Oh, thanks. Actually, uh, Igneous and
2: I are the new head rangers
4: of my uncle's old outpost. Um, Val and Boulder are rebuilding it, but my mom finally agreed that it's paramount that we have deep elves out in the woods, so
2: I'm out of the cave!
4: Yes! We can just ride around. (laughs) Uh, You see, uh, Hardwood, you're watching this talk. Uh, They're having some kind of psychic conversation. Callie's just occasionally (laughs) saying something out loud. And uh, you see, yeah, Elzor's just pumping their fists. All right. uh, Shall we get going then? Absolutely. Elzor gestures to Igneous um, and Igneous goes,
2: Hi, guys. Hop on. (laughs) I like you. I
4: like
2: you. Igneous
4: uh, lowers her neck and lowers her tail.
2: Hey, Iggy, what's this? Saul produces a mushroom from his hand. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. I'm a part of the network now, You're a part of the network. Yeah, so, like, if you ever need anything, just let me know. Because I'm going to Iron Deep, if you need anything from there.
3: Yeah, I'll take a new hat. hat.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'll be on the lookout. Great. dragon
1: wearing a hat. Gosh, that's going to be great. Hard Uh, one slapped Saul on the back. I didn't (laughs) didn't know you were part of the network.
2: It just happened. Congratulations. Still still getting used to it. uh, I don't really know what it means, but I can do this. (laughs) just pop another mushroom out it's a big deal i think you'll find out (laughs) wow you know so much about a few things (laughs) Uh, yeah, see, I pick another
4: bug out of his beard. <laughs> Igneous is a little bit too small to ride fast with all of you guys, but can certainly carry all of you at like a slow pace, but um, is able to get you guys up. So you see, um, yeah, you guys are all able to get onto Ignis's back with Elzor, um, and she launches off the ground and into the sky above the treetops. Ah. And you guys feel the breeze in your hair as the sun is beating down on a beautiful day. Um, Hard one is probably the first time you've flown in a long time, probably since you crashed your airship three years ago. This is what it feels like. <laughs> um, and all around you, you guys see dragons of different colors riding safely through the sky. Um, before, they'd have to kind of hide out amongst the tree line, but now there is no more kind of war between the different orders. Um, and deep in the distance behind you, uh, you can see the city of Ezri once again alight with magical technology. Wow. It looks like Mob Goblin was able to finally get everything up and running again. And ahead of you, You see the vast mountain range of the Iron Deep Mountains. The tips of the peaks are hidden behind clouds, and a fog permeates the trails that lead through the valley. Igneous and Elzor bring you guys to the edge of the forest, um, and you guys dismount on the edge of a rocky trail leading you into the mountains, and Elzor goes, We'll have to part here. There are cloudbreaker birds up ahead that'll rip us out of the sky, and I need to be getting back to my post. But um, be sure to stop by the Living Wood the next time you're here. Well will do. And thank you for thank you
1: for everything you've done.
5: And con- and congratulations.
1: Thank yeah. you. we're gonna bring you back a
2: hat. I hear.
5: <laughs> oh yeah. You're gonna bring me back a hat. Oh, right? all right, yeah, Well, great. we'll probably
2: bring Elzor one, too. It I'll I'll, be I'll, there. I'll take a hat. Okay, yeah, That'd be great. Yeah. That
5: matchy-matchy or mismatching? You know That's what? what I you.
4: Let's do matchy-matchy. Are you
5: thinking yeah. like uh, like
2: snapbacks or like toboggans? I don't
4: know what a snapback is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Page you 72. Are, you guys are saying a lot of up, made-up stuff right now.
1: Yeah, it's a trucker hat. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know the spot. Okay. Von, Dutch, Von Dutch. Dutch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Von
4: Dutch does not exist. Von Dutch does not exist there's not a dwarven blacksmith
2: named von dutch (laughs) (laughs) Saul mistakes this for a deep elf farewell and says von dutch does not exist
4: (laughs) elzor just looks at you callie i'll see you next time
5: okay bye all
4: right um yeah you see elzor and igneous fly off all
5: right i looked a hard one okay but now
1: oh um okay right so they mentioned the cloud breakers. Uh-huh. Josh Burris try to eat you. Uh, we also have Knolls who are hunting us starting right now. Every single day, every cool. night. They will- okay gain on us, Uh, so we need to outrun the gnolls Mm -hmm. without being eaten and picked apart by the cloudbreakers. We also have fire giants uh, who may venture up, try to kill us. Uh, You've got the stone giants who think that we are a waking dream for them and might try to crush us or trap us. uh That sounded
5: really good until Mm -hmm. the (laughs) crush was. No, Mm -hmm. that's not Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm.
1: And then, you know, not to mention just the various uh, pitfalls and death traps of the mountains themselves, the sheer drops, Uh the icy peaks, caves closing in on you uh, and suffocating you. Um, So yeah, let's, I don't know. Follow me. <laughs>
3: <Hard>
0: run, <laughs> hard, immediately. Hard trips over a root. <laughs> 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 oh,
3: <laughs> forward,
1: hard brutally
0: twists
3: oh, his ankle. I smite the root. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kill it! <laughs> what
5: have you done? <laughs> you did, go! we it's we gotta we be an inch! We needed him! We can't <laughs> do nothing without him! Come <laughs> here, you fucking <laughs> evil root.
3: Beads. Beans!
5: Foster! He, Foster! <laughs> <was like, laughs> Tip <took laughs> your head up <laughs> and put beans into your mouth. Tip <laughs> 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 your head up Oh,
1: you lost another friend. I'm just <laughs> dead weight. I fucking knew it.
4: <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah, you guys feed hardwood beans after he twists
1: his ankle instantly. i Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, yes, um, and you guys are uh, at the edge of the woods here, and Hardwin leads you into the mountains. Um, you are at the start of this rocky trail. The greenery and lush plant life uh, quickly gives way to rocky desert as you head into the mountains. You feel a cold chill whipping through the canyons here, and immediately your vision becomes hazy with even the birds here seem uneasy, and unlike the living wood, you hear very little life here. And you all find yourselves on a thin, rocky path, traveling through two enormous mountain ranges. The path winds into the craggy unknown as the terrain becomes inconsistent. And as Hard One has relayed, the trip is going to take about... 10 days and the way this is going to work with the gnolls chasing after you Ooh. is um you guys are going to roll a survival check at the beginning of the day to determine if you hit any setbacks at the end of the day you'll do a con save to determine what your pace was factoring in any setbacks that you faced uh so the gnolls are competing against this role to try to find you uh, they will show up after three fails uh, you get two fails if they beat you by more than five, and mm. if the gnolls catch up to you, I'll say Hard One kind of relays this to you guys. You guys can beat a pack of gnolls in a fight easily. the The problem is, is that once they really get your scent, they mm. will keep coming night after night after yeah. night, and you guys won't be able to sleep. And they eventually wear you down.
5: Um, Hard One, can I ask a question? What are some of the gnolls' like favorite prey?
1: Flesh. Oh. So just blood. Yeah.
4: Pretty
5: humanoids. Ubiquitous. Okay. It's not like an animal that they go after.
4: They're like wild dogs. Like they sniff out meat and they pursue it and they tear it apart. Yeah. So it is humanoids is, is a big thing. They can take down a giant if there's a bunch of packs of them and there's like a stone giant walking alone or something like that. Um, they will attack animals and whatnot. Just, yeah, meat.
5: I think I was like wondering about finding an animal here because I feel like they're acclimated to the habits of the gnolls mm. and we could be like, "Hey, can you help us with safe oh. passage?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you think that they're more about humanoids and giants, that might be a waste of time. Yeah, I think the
1: the main thing is us outrunning them.
5: Okay. okay. Great. Then
1: we just got to haul ass. Right.
5: Love it. I'm
4: ready. Sweet. Um, So you guys are heading due west on day one. On both sides of you are mountains that seem to get taller and taller. The unmarked path gives way to stone very quickly, and it becomes unclear which way you should go. You do clock right away that there are knoll uh, and animal tracks um, heading in different directions, different packs. Um, Looks like it was uh, a few days ago, so it's not (sighs) like they're right here. Um, But you also see abandoned climbing gear. And it looks like other people have headed into caves and tunnels nearby and stuff. Uh, Go ahead and give me a survival or nature check to determine your hike through the day. And I'll say one person can kind of be the lookout
2: or the uh, leader here.
5: I look at Saul, assuming Um, he's the one.
2: uh, Saul, uh, yeah. In his early days, uh, grew up in a slightly rougher environment, uh, which was uh, terrorized by a pack of dog people. <laughs> so uh, he's used to being hunted by uh, dogs. They were bullies, not trying to rip my flesh away, but they were there and they did give me a lot of wedgies. Sick. So yeah, so Hard One knows the general
4: direction and he mm-hmm. can point out the landmarks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Saul, you probably have the better survival as far as being an outdoorsman.
2: Yeah. It is a little dry for my taste, but um, you know, as long as you can just like slather some beans on my back to keep me moist, I should be good. Yeah, I think um, we have enough beans.
5: I think we need to save them. <laughs> you can eat the beans; just give me the
2: juice. Well, the juice is the best the part. Juice of the juice is beans. the best part. All right, heart yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Foster looks really disappointed. <laughs>
5: Oh he must have wah, read a sad odds of the Maxim. Don't worry,
1: you'll have you have beans too, Mr. Doug. Yeah. Foster ate the maximum.
5: <laughs> Foster <laughs> I do the high mug maneuver.
2: <laughs> Alright. Uh Salt so roll survival. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, That is going to be a 22. 22, great. That is no
4: setback. So you guys just have smooth sailing for the first day. Mm -hmm. You're winding around slowly climbing the mountain and you continue heading west and make it a solid 25 miles without much event. Um, But you see that, uh, yeah, the sun begins to go down um, and you are getting to the point of of hiking where you're going to start taking levels of exhaustion and people who don't have dark vision are
2: going to be uh, rolling with disadvantage on things like perception and whatnot. I, I have a, a magical membrane that can give me dark vision over my eyes, so we could push ahead and I could keep kind of guiding us, but if, if people want to rest... I'm a half self, I have dark vision.
5: Whatever you want, whenever we want to rest, I have a way to keep us safe. But I'm good to push.
2: I think, like, Saul thinks about Calder being so far ahead of them and like maybe makes kind of a reckless move and wants to push ahead a little bit great Um, and hard one just having the rush of a new adventure yeah (laughs) doesn't want to stop either great Um,
5: Calliope's a fucking follower Oh my god.
4: (laughs) 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 Foster hops into your arms. (laughs) (laughs) Looks at you desperately. I was
5: joking. I was joking. (laughs) Yeah,
4: we're trying to gas up hard one, (laughs) (laughs)
5: Foster.
4: Yeah, you guys keep going. Everybody give me constitution saving throws. Okay. Dirty 20.
5: 19.
4: Okay. Um, You guys both pass. Uh, Shout out to the two crew. Saul, you are exhausted. Go ahead and give me a survival check <sighs> with disadvantage as Saul leads you guys through the dark.
2: Okay. Saul,
5: do you want to just like stop if you're exhausted?
2: No, it's okay. It's okay. Just p- put more beans on my back.
5: Again, oh. the kind of reserve for the eating and <laughs> yeah. the drinking.
1: I, I was going to say there's some problems beans can't fix, but I, <laughs> I would have been wrong.
5: Put that on a T-shirt. I would laugh <laughs> so hard.
2: <laughs> All right, let's see if Saul can pull this out of his vent. Okay. Uh, survival? Yep. Just a 13.
4: Okay. Hard one. You know these mountains enough that you start to feel that you are heading in the wrong direction or just walking out of the way. You guys are no longer, like, heading due west. You guys are starting to, like, climb a mountain. There are faster ways to go. Um, and you guys clock that Saul is sweating and tired and gassed out.
0: All right.
1: <sighs> um. I think let's, let's call it, huh? All right. Frogman. No, we can keep going.
2: We gotta find him. We gotta find him. We got this. We got this, right? We
1: have to, if you want to save your friend, we have to survive the entire hike to Iron Deep. We can't die on day two. So let's get
2: some sleep. All right, fair enough. I guess we did fight the king of all dragons like two days ago. Maybe I'm feeling a little residual afterburn. Yeah, and you ate a lot of bugs from my beard. (laughs) I thought the bugs and the beans would mix. They did not. They might have been beans
1: in the beard. Are you sure they were bugs? (laughs) Salt thinks back. <laughs> they were
2: beans.
3: <laughs> I weren't think they, they were just hairy beans. <laughs> All right. Let's get some rest. <laughs> okay.
5: Okay. Everyone stand back. I'm going to cast Leoman's Tiny Duck. <gasps> and <I'm going> to- <gasps> Put my hands on Foster <laughs> and he starts growing, growing, <laughs> growing until he's like a little tank that you can walk into the mouth of. <gasps> oh, what? is it like the fucking was It's Learman's tiny hut, but it's with Foster. Yeah,
3: yes. my so bird see, never did that.
4: <laughs> Foster expands and opens his mouth, uh, and you see a warm home inside.
1: I adorn it with Jessica Simpson's. <laughs>
3: Wow, you see it's
4: not the- its not staying up. Foster <laughs> seems to be rejecting it. Do you have any putty, Calliope?
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I need give poster all putty. My putty. <laughs> it keeps
4: falling off the wall. I just it's add crazy. more putty. <laughs> it keeps falling off. It's
5: crazy. All right, we're going to have to hammer it in.
2: <laughs>
4: you, guys are, yeah,
2: ah, ah. Maybe, uh, you know what? I'll just hold it in place.
4: <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Uh, Callie, do you, uh, what does the inside of Liam unstein duck look like?
5: Well, I literally just made the on on the fly decision. To, I had a whole idea of what it was going to be. It was going to be a retro fu- futuristic It can still be that bus, on the inside, mm. but now that I've it's not made an Foster's on guts. the fly. <laughs> I mean, I think it can. Yeah. It yeah. Can... Okay. Then I think it looks like a retro futuristic airstream.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Shit. (laughs) This is awesome. Can I do a beaded curtain?
5: (laughs) Absolutely. There's actually a bucket of them.
2: (laughs) Like an umbrella
5: bucket, but for beaded curtains. Guys, it's
2: not really surprising, but this bed is very comfortable.
5: Yeah, it's uh, duck feathers.
2: (laughs) I thought it was memory foam.
5: (laughs) No. No, the memory of the ducks that gave feathers to it.
2: Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Yeah. I'll say.
4: And um. Uh. I'll say. Foster's got like a little uh fireplace inside him here. Yeah. Um, you guys are. <laughs> yeah.
5: I think everything is like duck themed, right? Oh. Like, like you know, like the little when you open the cabinets, there's like that linoleum that's yeah. like got little ducks on it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a we, like a
2: bar cart with like ducks with like the little head of the yeah, stoppers is like ducks. The
5: soap dispensers look like little ducks. There's ducks on the linen. Oh wow, there's cute.
2: a
1: bathtub with a rubber ducky in it.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of like it's the centerpiece quite literally, because it's in the middle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's too much.
5: It's too dark.
1: <laughs> you see
4: in the moments that foster would normally quack, you just hear an
5: echoing all <laughs> encompassing and the wah, walls cave wah. in. <laughs>
4: yeah, they start <laughs> shooting. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, it's almost like the, it's almost like the airstream of someone who Foster is a celebrity too.
3: <laughs> Great.
4: Um, and as you guys make your camp for the night, uh, you can pick one person that was kind of like setting the pace that mm. can do a con save. And they're going to be the one that sets the DC that the gnolls are trying to hit. All right. Yeah, I
5: think
1: I've got this. Yeah.
5: Yeah. You've okay. seen the sturdiest.
1: Sixteen. Okay.
4: Uh, I Can will...
5: I flash a Jessica Simpson for Bardic?
4: Absolutely not.
5: <laughs> <laughs> if I had asked something else, would you have said yes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like change. living in this yeah. world. <laughs> okay.
4: So you guys actually did not take on any setbacks. Chances are the Knowles won't gain on you, but let me go ahead and roll for them.
1: Mm. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's an at 20.
2: <laughs> Congrats, man.
4: <laughs> you guys do hear the distant howling of gnolls. Just
5: so you know that this is the dome is opaque from the outside. Of any color you choose, obviously duck wallpaper, um, mm. but it, I think a nice pastoral scene with yeah. ducks. Yeah. Um, but it is transparent from the inside, so Got we can it. see. You guys can see. Oh, nice. See. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. You guys hear distant howling. Actually, everybody go ahead and give me survival or perception
2: checks. That's another nat 20. Wow. Uh, 14. 14. <laughs>
5: Okay. Dirty twenty.
2: Okay. I use the duck periscope and I look yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> you,
4: uh, yeah. You look out the windows here, um, and you guys are all listening. And you guys hear distant. Ow!
5: Ow! Uh, sound like they need a throat tea, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You
4: hear distant knolls, and hard one. You, it, it strikes you that they are onto you, and they're on your trail. Which is, which is not great. That is mm. that is one fail. Mm. Um, but Saul, with a nat 20 survival check, it sounds like they are still far away. Okay. So they are aware that there, there's some fresh meat in the mountains, mm-hmm. but they are not completely onto you yet.
2: Okay. Um, hard one. Callie, is there anything we can do to like throw them off our trail? Could we like, you know?
5: I could, what I could do is I could rub all of our scents all over some things. You and mean then, like
1: rub beans all over something?
5: Yeah, rub <laughs> a bunch of beans off, um, like all over some stuff. Maybe <laughs> sacrifice the maxim to do it. Um, Next and idea: <laughs> create create an unseen serpent, which is an unseen servant, and just tell them to run with it.
2: Oh, that could buy us some time. Seriously, yeah. yeah. So we just like kind of like rub our bodies on the serpent. We yeah. could rub the beans directly. Okay. Also,
4: yeah. We- yeah, you guys make a majestic beast out of Starfire and you rub it down with beans.
1: Not the juice. <laughs> you
4: rub it down with dry beans and
2: save the juice. You put it through a strainer and you keep the juice.
3: Thank you. Yeah.
2: Ah, it's a good thing you had those dry beans too. Were you planning on making baked beans? You never know. <laughs> Mr. Surefoot, you haven't lost a step at all. I'm 230
1: years old. I might get a hobby someday.
5: <laughs> I think I could do this for like a bit because if I just keep doing this, I could buy them time because I only need four hours to trance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I actually so- only need four hours to trance too. I just usually <laughs> do it in eight because I figure I why not. It. I slept
5: at 12 hours last night. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel groggy. Wow. All
0: right. So
1: yeah, maybe just to trance for you. <laughs>
4: Uh, yeah um you send out um the unseen um invisible serpent uh out with your sense uh just so you in a know, different direction you yeah. know
5: for my spell's sake that i already used my find steed i just called it find serpent great and this mm. is unseen serpent, the spell great but i'm calling it unseen serpent yeah yeah Which, i don't want to get i don't want your brain to get boggled by all my by
4: all names. your by all your puns no i got it <laughs> okay so they're not,
5: dribbling they're circles not really around you man tons as much as they are art okay mm.
4: right all right they are art. okay yeah.
1: so <laughs> try to wrap your brain around that but not let it get yeah, bogged okay, down right. okay what don't you out.
5: fucking get I, my in. brain
4: is full of Inky. all of your brilliant improv about jessica simpson and the maxims
1: oh. and the beans that wasn't improv that was real
5: <laughs> yeah. that was this, me yes ending what is, i thought was brilliant stuff. this is
4: short rest fodder but before we started recording, Jake was afraid because he's been playing Hard One so dumb at the live shows that he wasn't going to do Hard One justice, and then you show up and have posters. Yeah. Initiate beans Initiate and maxims. Initiate beans. Beans wow. and maxims. I don't remember me initiating
1: you know that stuff. I yeah. feel like that was Emily. No, we're, we're right back where we belong, though.
4: <laughs> this is the energy we need um, <laughs> So, yeah, you send out this unseen serpent um, with your scent, and Saul, with a nat 20 survival check, these gnolls are not getting to you tonight. Mm. In fact, the the kind of nice thing about hearing them howl is like, okay, didn't hear any that were that close to us.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It is just, you know, this is going to be a thing every night. You yeah. just got to hope they don't eat you before you get out of the mountains.
2: Saul says, how about Noel? And And smiles really big. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a dream? Is he dreaming?
5: Cliopey laughs really loud and she's like, I'm not usually into comedy, but that was really good.
2: <laughs> I, maybe,
1: you'll explain it to me in the morning.
2: Foster lets out a concerned echoing clap. <laughs> Saul leans back in bed, satisfied with what he's done today. one <laughs> <laughs> rolls over
1: thinking he, maybe he made a mistake. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
4: Um, is there anything you guys would like to do um, before you go to bed? You've already made all the preparations you can basically for the gnolls. They can't find you inside this place, right? It's like kind of invisible from the outside.
5: Yeah, it's opaque from okay, the outside. Great, yeah. And there's like a whole thing of like uh, spells and magical effects and creatures can't get in.
4: You guys aren't getting ambushed in, in the Lehman's tiny duck. So you guys are you guys are good <laughs> here. You hear that the gnolls are far away. You do everything you can to protect yourselves, but you do need some sleep. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before you go to bed?
5: I think i have to trance so i think i'll use like my extra four hours to maybe look at this stuff i had about ariox
4: mm. oh ariox the winter eladrin that I
5: like stole some books about him
4: callie you take some time and you start looking into this book on ariox that you took from
5: maybe i can skim it so it's like not that deep. Yeah,
4: um, you're looking. You're looking through it. Um, uh, this this book that you took from Glenn's room. I need
5: a break from the maxims.
4: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anything to get you off the maxims. Uh, Callie. Go ahead and give me a uh, history check as you look through this, uh, and you could do it with advantage. Thirteen. You begin reading this information about Ariox, and just as a reminder, um, from what you already know about him. Ariox was an Aladrin that was part of the adventuring party of this this Aladrin named Tulane and of another one named Melora. So it was Melora, Ariox, and Tulane. Tulane ended up siding with the dragons during the dragon and giant conflicts that happened uh, centuries ago, thousands of years ago, in fact. And Ariox fought against her. He had sided with... With the giants, and as you're reading about this, you see that unlike Tylane, who seems to actually love dragons and seemed to actually feel for their plight and want them to defeat the giants, everything you're reading about Ariox here is he was working with the giants as a means to an end. This is someone who saw the quote-unquote small folk that, you know, Ultras would refer to like humanoids being wiped out by dragons and giants. So he sees this war between the giants and the dragons, and he knows that the longer it goes on, the more the giants and the dragons wipe each other out and give the Eladrin a fighting chance. So he was actually on the Eladrin's side the entire time, even though he was fighting... With the giants. Um, And you do know that at the end of this. You know age of age of quote unquote monsters. Where dragons rule the sky and giants rule the earth. That humanoids would would build up their settlements and everything like that. And the Eladrin would flourish in the fey wild. And humanoids would flourish in the main world. Mm -hmm. But as you're reading this stuff about Ariox. It's not really clear if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Mm -hmm. He seems. Cold and calculating, and I, I think maybe you get hints of your mother in yeah, there. Yeah,
5: that's what I was thinking. All right, I close the book. I close the book and I take out a maxim. Oh, God. <laughs> Some light reading before bed. Page 68,
1: centerfold. <laughs> Trust someone who's been around the block. Good night.
5: His
3: eyes are Good closed. Night. <laughs> I heard the ruffling. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Would anyone else like to do anything before they go to bed?
2: Uh, Saul does a little training uh, to try and further his connection to the network. Um, meditates a little bit. You know, does some like shadow boxing. Great. Just generally kind of tries to be ready for the day.
4: Yeah. Hard one. I, I think you you look up and you see this frog who is already super exhausted and almost falling off the mountain is up shadow boxing. ha. Wow. ha.
1: I used to have energy like that. <laughs> hard one stands up to do a squat, does a single one, doesn't rise,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: rumbles back onto the bed yeah. and goes to yes. sleep.
3: Yeah, just
4: a loud pop in your knee. <laughs> and I'll say, yeah, uh, it it wakes you up out of your trance, Kelly. <laughs> uh,
5: I wrestle forth, and then I take the Ultras hair and the Calder flower and put them on my nightstand <laughs> and then go back into my trance. Oh.
2: Saul so hears hard one fall and turns and says, um... You know if you ever wanted to like spar or, or even just like wrestle um I'd, I'd be happy to you know train with you i think we could learn a lot from each other i could learn a ton from you i know that
1: yeah, maybe point about that maybe <laughs> um yeah let me think about it hard one uh doesn't go to sleep for an hour <laughs>
5: This is gonna be a wrestling match. Maybe everyone's invited. That's crazy. I've been like traveling with you for so long. You've never asked me to wrestle.
2: Saul tackles Callie. <laughs> go ahead and give me contested <laughs> athletics checks. Hey, break it up!
5: <laughs> Just waiting for
4: the invitation. Yeah, hard one. You're trying to go to sleep and you see Callie and Saul start wrestling oh, in the middle. We gotta the be
3: ready up. for ultras, Callie. Uh-uh.
4: I got an 11.
5: Okay.
4: (laughs) Athletics? Uh, With disadvantage, Saul. Oh, shit. You are exhausted.
2: (laughs) This
5: is when breakthroughs happen.
4: 16.
1: 16.
5: Okay.
2: All right,
1: you um, two kids, knock
4: it off.
5: I die for hard (laughs) (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) This <laughs> a 22.
5: Whoa!
4: Oh, you she, see, Callie and Saul are going back and forth. Um, uh, Callie goes to dive at Saul. Saul is, like, super exhausted, but is taking it super seriously. Um, and is just wrestling with Callie. Um, uh, Hard One stands up, says, uh, knock it off. Um, and as Callie's sort of getting overpowered, she uh, pivots and goes to tackle Hard One. Hard One sprawls. And as Saul goes for him, um, puts his hand on Saul's head and kind of uh, redirects his momentum um, and kind of pushes him to the side. Oh! And pushes Callie down.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: Saul flies into the bar cart.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everyone trance. Yes, <laughs> sir. <sighs> yeah, okay, I know I, I know
1: I sounded like I was mad, but that was kind of a rush. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: um, uh, hard one. You see um, Saul and Callie um, go off to their uh, little bunks to go to bed. And as you go to yours, um, heart still pumping from just having this wrestling match. Uh, how do you think... Hard one, Shorefoot is feeling in this moment.
1: I think one has he's hung up his adventuring hat. You know, he gave the hammer back to Jaina. And I think he's still he still thinks that he's a liability. He still thinks he's lost a step, but he's going to bed and he has to admit to himself that he still loves this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hard one. You go to sleep deeply for the first time in a long time. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, oh wow man it feels good it feels okay, good I feel like this, this little gang of three feels uh-huh. good this is yeah. fun yeah. this is it's really fun. hard hardwood two like, unruly kids yeah yeah, yeah. just Old having hard one yeah this is great yeah you guys are wrestling and him having to break it up it's great this <laughs> that's is some right. last of us shit guys oh. oh.
5: last of us. i was i was man. thinking of last of us like, when we were going on the hike i was like oh i'm gonna ask him some questions i was like feeling like very much yeah yeah, yeah.
4: that's awesome uh Sweet guys. Uh thank you all so much for listening. Um you can head on over to our Patreon to hear us talk about this. Patreon.com slash nad That's N-A D D P O D. Don't sing oh, yet. Oh, okay. Don't do it. Sorry about that. Uh in the meantime, do we have anything we'd like to plug? Um mm. I want
5: to plug everyone who sends us postcards because I've started using them as bookmarks. Yes. And oh. I am someone who reads about five books at a time. Uh-huh. And they make me happy every time I open the page and I see one of your silly bookmarks. So <laughs> just know that if you send I If you've sent a postcard... That it's like really had a meaningful oh, purpose. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
4: We've gotten a lot of great
5: cat
2: ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's postcards from all over the world. Yeah, uh, it's, it's really it's cool really to cool. see them. Um, yeah. Keep doing that. 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number two 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 Los Feliz, California nine zero zero two seven is and where you can send those. And some of them
5: are mean to Murph, and those make me laugh. <laughs> and then some of them are just like nice, and yeah. those make me smile. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> so either way, you're smiling. either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, love a yeah. yeah. we just love you when you're
4: nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: I would love to plug uh, giving me book recommendations because I finally, after like a year year and a half finished reading one piece and now i don't know what to do with my life so oh um, you should
5: read deathless oh okay. i just finished it fuck yeah i'm
2: gonna read. i deathless. think
5: someone might have recommended it to me on the patreon perfect it's Full really circle. good yeah all right thanks folks sweet <laughs>
2: uh
4: check that out um in the meantime you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at chmurfsme, at called caldwell at the emily and at check is jake and you can tweet about the show using hashtag nadpod that's n-e-d-d-p-o-d
1: we are we are The youth of the nation,
3: we are, we are, the youth of the nation.
2: It's the end of our show, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent, beautiful, smart, wise, strong Council of Elders. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Hugh C., Later McSkater, Matt M., Cutter W., Feared Al, Daniel G., Happy Anniversary Nadpod from the Sword Wielding Wizard. Dungeon Mama, parentheses, not sexual. Danielle, the Dastardly Dame. Beard Man Dan. Danny P. Vincent W. Victor T. AKA Balnor's Boy. Hoid's Friend. Justin I. Ragnar Ferdwin. TJ M. Trey Lay, the Cray. Discellaneous. Christopher B. Damiel R. Jordan L. Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Never forget that Jake forgot the peanut M&Ms. I won't, never, not a single moment for a single day of my life. Princess Yar. Michael L. Jack L. Sam L. Nicholas C., star of every single film ever made in Bohemia, currently starring as an audience member for the Perth Live Show. Wow, hope you had a good time. Samuel B. Mike H. Alka Smeltzer Plus. Great Value Gemma, Adam G, Tyler F, Knee Badger, Panama James, Andrew the Druid, Horadrian, Rex Thaniel the White, Captain Sigil, Diana De Los Lopez, Cece Lulu, Timmy R, Lucas B, Reiko, It's Kevin, Calder's Calculated Cunning Climactic Clever Crescendo Ultras, Hashtag Can't Come Cold. Ah, oh, so fitting, so beautiful. We will miss you, Calder. Taylor B., the vengeful, one-winged angel. Cass, skateboard Cass. Captain of the Stevens, Stephen Cole. Mike K., Lady Taco. Nara, Jake L., Nick W., Brave the Badger. Esme M., Hobson, son of Hop. Foster the boneless duck trying to find the pugnacious pug before he kills Mark Mark Kuchuga. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotta love those Australia live show inside references. Thanks for coming, y'all. William W. Aaron the asshole ranger. Big Bad Beardo the mad. Riot Ryan, Hungry Dave's frisbee golf bud. What's up? See you on the course, my dude. Ananarama. Percival Frederickstein Von Mussel Klasowski De Rollo III. Can't wait to see all in Adelaide, even Jake. I hope that Jake didn't fuck it up too bad. Um, thanks for coming. J. Dragonborn, Vincent Thrumhard Daniels, The Sandrian, Ben A., Feldonis, John III, Dave H., Koala Bear, Catherine S., David K., Christian S., Dustin S., Connor F., Hawkeye Pierce, Bookvar's assistant, Izzy F. DPC is awesome! Brittany A., the purplest bitch in Bohemia. <laughs> God bless. Summer Rose, a.k.a. Grant Hare. Marky Mark, the marvelous mining engineer. Kat C., Kel Slay. Misa, of House in Zunza. Ariel, the occasional mermaid. Selena N., a.k.a. Velacy Raptor. B. Perky Always. Pat L., Savexels achutha a lauren h talia ryan s the bone duster robot crisps ball business illustrator insert request here oh come on it's gotta be uh saul and callie coming upon hard one uh in the old busted down ss stormborn what a scene bloops carly ann suicidal lobster Addie K, spam gaming the not-so-skilled gamer, thanks Jake. Connor S, Russell H, Christopher J, Pebblepot. To the do-riders, my first, never mind, we died. I'm a tortle now. These things happen. Salil, Jack M, Leviathan, BioQuirt7, Amber Dextrous, Sullivan H, Sydney Tatum, Jack Hubert, Crabster Champion of Crod, Scuttling Sideways Towards Tomorrow. Fenderay, She Wolf of Winter, Queen of the Bone Perch, Lady of War. I bend the knee. Garble the Moist, Lindsay W., Juicy Kiwi, Working all day and night to restock shanky candles, the triplets, thank you. Valen, Carlin C., Emily S., Harry Cox, Noah, the bagel of all things. Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger, Stripey. Dandy, Eric B. Marcos P. Court, hopes you're having an amazing day. Learns the Balanced Druid. Dayton M. Dakota James P. Frida M. Pagos, betrothed, self proclaimed Faye Prince. Tracy P. The Crick Elf Librarian. Andy E. Holly Hyena. <laughs> Kristen Z. Leia C. Paige H. Helen of Briz. Which is now also known as the home of Balnor's son, Mark Mark. Maybe Pixel Stars, Akash T, Kristen Witha Cal, just Cal, Commodore Galaxy, Edison Inn, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo. Yes, the whole thing. <laughs> yes, every time. The restless spirit of Simon, asking Hercule Poirot if he can uncover how he died. Roll investigation. Keychains Pentium 2 Processor. Lorelai the Succubus and Kyra her busty queen. Morgan M. Steven E. Your friendly neighborhood yaunt and Yunkle, Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier of Bahumia. James F. M 4 L. Wayfarer, now trapped in the Feywild after not fully reading the terms and conditions of their legal settlement with Mothership. Andrew B, Sir Smut, Barpo Goodbarrel, Barbarian and Brewer Emeritus of Waterdeep. Mary Beth C Malora Devotee Three Awakened Gooses Honk 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 Welshlander Garrett G AKA One Big Curd Mr D Dana Daisy Sean J Ethan B Renee, the Monster Captain Gabriel W Hope's Dagger The Only Dagger of Hope Olivia, the enchanting bard, who will totally be crocheting a super cool dice bag for the two crew. Oh, thank you, Olivia. Winter Slade. Michaela R. Forrest H. a.k.a. Life is like a box of Martha Togold's sticky buns. Amen to that. Riley S. Fico. Angry Wheat. Ya boy, Anthony, who moved positions and can't listen to the podcast at work anymore. Damn, Anthony. That sucks, a fat one. Josh H. Jack, the Jack's jinxing rogue on the run with Bohemia's balls. The true neutral BBEG who is saving the material plane from an apocalypse. Tragdo, the burninator. Clementine T. Caleb L. This message has been brought to you by fairies in support of hashtag CCC. Alex R., Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie-wearing barbarian. MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. Dogs of Babel. Calvius Silverfang. Mama Belle, the silver serpent herself. Funir, Dr. Tolkis. bow checkout. wow -wow. Wow Wow-wow is spelled like World of Warcraft, and I imagine that's what they mean. Like, wow, a wow, wow. Let's play some online RPGs. Derek D., Tristan G., Cal, the Rabbit runt, Jazzman and fam, the surgeons behind Pindergreen's juicy new ass. Love your work. Alpha Fortress, Alex K., Joshua P., Joshua P.S., Martin T., Alexander, Linz W., Mandy K., Emma S., Red, the Reforged, Warforged, Mr. Craft, Hammy, Beverly's distant cousin, Blue Drew, PJT, Dragon Knight 86, and the Godly King. Whew, thank you all so, so much for your undying support. You are truly the heroes of the realm. We couldn't do it without you. Um, if you would like to join their illustrious number, you can do so by going to slash nadpod. That's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks again.
3: Bye bye. That was a headgum podcast.